I'm just going to click right. Okay, three, two, one. I'm just going to start speaking. Hello, hello, and welcome to Semi Grown Up, a podcast all about university life, how to navigate it, how to survive it, how to get through all of the above anyway. Just before we begin, this is Editing Joe apologising for the quality in places. I gave Nance some terrible advice when it came to holding the microphone close to her mouth and as such you can hear some like weird sounds throughout. But yeah, just want to make you aware of that and apologise. So on today's episode I have a special guest which is my friend Nancy and we're going to be talking about all things relationships at uni. But first let's have a little roundup of the last week. So nothing has really been happening in my life. Um, again, still waiting for lectures to start. It's pretty nothingy because um, I haven't, I, I literally recorded the last episode yesterday. So any kind of like weekly updates are just not happening. Um, but yeah, how about you, Nance? Has anything exciting been happening in your life? Not really. I went back to my uni hometown uh, last Saturday and I've been doing absolutely nothing. It's been so far I've just been chilling watching Netflix sleeping until 2 p.m and then going to sleep at 2 a.m I've also started being a vegetarian since I came back which is fun what <laughs> I was say, when did this happen like this is you didn't tell me about this yeah so um I started like trying to be veggie I've been having all sorts of fun vegetarian meals okay uh, give us some give us some inspiration I just eat carrots so I need more (laughs) yeah well carrots are nice um uh last night I had corn spaghetti bolognese which was lovely I do find myself quite the uh, food connoisseur Mm, it seems so yeah um and I had all these really nice mozzarella burgers and they just (gasps) tasted like beef Mm. like they were so good and they like melted in your mouth oh so lush but yeah it's been it's been interesting I've also got a lot of frozen veg because I'm not one for fresh veg because it will just go out of date do you remember when I came and visited you and honestly we had to go and do a whole food shop because all you had (laughs) were just frozen chips and that was all there was to feed me oh there were chicken nuggets too weren't there (laughs) Yeah, and then we went and did like a full Sainsbury's food shop. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I mean, I was very well catered for the entire trip. As we said, Nance is a food connoisseur. She really is the top tier yeah. chef. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, I actually had forgotten about that. That's kind of awkward. Nah, it's all right. I mean, I, I, I did think that the chicken dips were raw, but didn't get food poisoning. I didn't throw up in the middle of the night. What more can you ask for? <laughs> Yeah, no, they probably weren't cooked at all, but we just got lucky with that one. (laughs) Okay, and what else have you been watching on Netflix? Like, what have you been perusing? I've been watching a mixture of The Big Bang Theory. I've been watching um, Prison Break, and I've been watching New Girl. I haven't watched Prison Break yet. Is it supposed to be? I mean, I know it's like, what, 10 years old? There's like seven seasons, but... Yeah, no, it's actually really good. I'm on season three at the moment, and I'm not going to give anything away, but they're back in prison. Whoa! <laughs> they about to break like, out for like the fifth time, and they're literally about to break out again. And there's this Australian man, and he's so cute. They're in like some crazy, like Pana- Panamanian. Is it Panamanian in Panama? I don't know what they're. <laughs> I don't know what they're called in Panama. Um, this like crazy prison where like they kill each other. Like it's mad. Ooh. Yeah. So, so what? It's like it's not just based in one location. It's various ones, or what? 
Yeah, so in the first season, basically, this man, he's about to be executed um, for a crime he didn't commit, and his brother commits a crime so he can get put in the prison um, so that he can break him out, mm-hmm. um, sort of thing. And it's really good. Like, it's honestly really good. And I'm halfway through the, like, whole thing, and I would really recommend it. I think you should watch it. I might. We've been watching a lot of true crime recently. I'm trying to think what we watched last night. Um I think it was the last of the interview with the serial killer um, with Piers Morgan. Have you seen any of them? Oh, yeah. Which one did you watch? I can't think who it was. He was the, uh, he lived on like a trailer park and he killed five people. I think Giles something. Oh, yeah. I can't remember which ones I've watched, but I've watched a few. Yeah, some of them are okay. But next on my list is Night Stalker. Have you seen uh, the trailers first? Richard Ramirez? Yeah, literally, as I'm doing this, on my TV, in my living room i'm like halfway through the first episode no way <laughs> like when you messaged me saying do you want to do it today i was like oh yeah and i had to pause my <laughs> my telly because i was i'm literally watching it right now oh my god you made a valiant sacrifice to come on here so we truly appreciate that you did <laughs> just let me know if it's any good though like because we watched um the yorkshire ripper or was no it's called the ripper that was super yeah, good yeah, when I was um, isolating at home, you, when you sent me that um, chocolate, you said that I should watch that, oh. and I did. It was really good. It's a little shout out there. Joanne's the best friend ever. Stop it, you. <laughs> Stop it. I, I don't want to hit, toot my own horn. So I would definitely take that out. <laughs> okay. So, right. Um, yeah, so today's episode is going to be covering all things relationships while at uni. We're going to be talking about being single, dating, going to uni in a relationship, breakups, where to meet people, where not to meet people, and also my personal favourite, the journey to self-love. So, Woo-hoo. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Should we begin by talking about the stigma around like going to university in a relationship? I don't know if you've ever heard that thing where it's like, you know, if you go to university in a relationship, you're just going to break up anyway. I get that. What are your opinions on it? Do you think it's worth? Um, I I don't know. When I was at college, I always had the um idea of like I do not want to go to university while I'm in a relationship, just because like the whole like freshers week and you're just going on a mad one meeting all these people, (laughs) and it's kind of you don't want to go in in a relationship and then have to feel guilty about the fact that you're meeting all of these other people Mm -hmm. if you're out and like some boy flirts with you you don't want to feel guilty for flirting with someone while you're in a relationship Mm -hmm. but then it's also like if you are in love with someone and you want to be with them then that wouldn't being in a different living in a different house isn't going to change that like even if you're not like next door to each other you're still in love Mm -hmm. so there's there's like the two sides of that yeah definitely and then on the flip side there's also stigma about you know just being single in general like there is no way to win you know going into uni and then everyone around you I don't know if you found this but like specifically in my flat like everyone was like talking to someone and yeah you know getting getting with people and I fully respect that but I was sat there I'm lonely and no one looks at me in the club what do I do I think there really is a stigma about being completely single like there's always people that are trying to be talking to someone and they can't be alone and I think there is this massive stigma about being alone and feeling happy about it Mm -hmm. Um, and I think some people just don't like 
being in their own company so they're constantly trying to find reassurance with other people and I think uni is kind of especially like when we started uni when we were actually (laughs) allowed to go outside (laughs) um (laughs) um, there was a lot of going and try like physically going and trying to find people and when you can't it's sort of like you haven't achieved well for the night Mm. but it's I think it's it's hard for people to try and find that sort of like romance at uni I think I just wanted to run back to that point you were making about like meeting people at the end of the night it's not even in a kind of like conquesty way it's just there's this whole mindset that's instilled in you and like you go to uni you do all this stuff you know you meet all these people and then there's just me and like no one looks at me and I, I think it took a long time to kind of get comfortable with the idea that I didn't need to get that attention in the club because like you know I could still have a good time without it yeah and there is that need for like validation as well if you get with someone then you've like achieved it is yeah I get I get what you mean and yeah basically just what you said (laughs) no that's fine I just want to um on that that validation like we I I think I've mentioned this to you Nance like we were really bad for it and like at the time I didn't realize we were perpetuating such like a toxic almost like competitive mentality which was like you know we've done xyz and we've met this person and whatever and like been on this many dates and like looking back at the time it was all jestful and fun but you know looking back on this was really unhealthy yeah definitely I'm lucky I'm happy I didn't do anything like that because after freshers I did not go out again until like (laughs) Halloween (laughs) did freshers break you yeah a little bit yeah but yeah I think at the time that sort of thing is something that you're like actively trying to achieve but then looking back it's like geez should I have really done that yeah like you you sit there and you're like there is so much more to university but I think when and I I don't want to sit here and be like I'm in a relationship I can see clearly now (laughs) because that's how I sound I sound like I'm I'm being all high and mighty but I I, a little bit a little bit (laughs) (laughs) but fully like I just wanted attention and I know that's not the case for everyone but like I fully just wanted to feel like I was fulfilling the uni vision if that makes sense and that you know I could get that attention from people and I I don't know it was really horrible and like detrimental to me because every time that something went wrong I would feel so awful about myself and I would sit in my room and I would cry and be like why aren't I you know pretty or confident or like you know engaging enough for people to want me and it was really horrible it was a horrible time yeah no I was the same sort of thing at the start of uni and also you like watch all of these films and stuff about people's like uni experiences and how like uni is the best time ever and I think when you don't get that it like you're not achieving like Hmm. you're went to uni but you're not doing what you're supposed to do at uni even though the reason to go to uni is actually to get educated absolutely (laughs) forget that that like even though you're going to uni for the experience it's also so that you can get a degree <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No. which I just kind of forget in my first year and barely went to any of my lectures please do not tell my mother oops <laughs> we made mistakes that's fine we move we move okay <laughs> and so now I want to go into a slightly like fun topic yeah. you ready are you ready I'm so ready 
you ready <laughs> okay you're ready um so <laughs> what was the worst date you went on while you're at uni or like you've been on so far oh okay this is actually kind of hard because I went on one day and then managed to be in a relationship with that boy for eight months <gasps> so I kind of can't really comment on that so Sam our ex-boyfriend um we literally met on tinder and <laughs> I say we went on a date he came to my house and from that day for the next eight months to the actual day um we were in a relationship pretty much <laughs> wow so I mean I haven't really had any bad dates at uni I've had bad dates but not while I was at uni okay well tell us one of them go <laughs> some boy took me to Casper's and invited all of his friends <gasps> you're joking <laughs> yeah so first ever date and I was so excited and I'd got all dressed up. It was after school and we went to Casper's, which was like the classic date to go on when you're in year 11. But it was all going well. And then all of his friends joined. Oh and my God. I was just sat there like, okay. Um, <laughs> you start to wonder, you're like, is this, a, is this still a date? Is this over now? Like, is this just a friend thing now? Like, are you friend zoning me? I mean, it was, it was not fun. What about you? What's your worst date at uni? Oh, God. I went on a couple. Um, but the worst would probably have to be... Um, I chatted to this guy a couple, maybe like days before. And we met up for drinks. And like, it wasn't explicitly a date. It was kind of just like a testing the waters. Like, we'll go grab a drink and just have a chat. And he, I would say confidently, said maybe about 10% of the entire conversation. Like, I was pushing. And I was like, let's let's talk about something. And he'd be like, okay. And I'm sat there. <laughs> Honestly, oh, I am. And I'm like, okay, what about, you know, you like this? Let's talk about this. And he's like, yeah, that's pretty cool oh god that's awful fully and I'm sat there and I'm just like I tell you what it was possibly the worst thing I've ever done I had to text my friend and be like call me and say that's an emergency and you know you always talk about that like a like a jokey thing but it was the only way that I could politely get out you know I'd I'd said to him right this is um this is this is not a thing it's not going any further but how do I leave and so because you can't just be like okay bye mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> oh that's so bad it wasn't great it wasn't great no it was it was just awful and then I had to avoid him and afterwards yeah. he was like do you want to meet up again and I'm thinking why do you want to meet up again you know you didn't say anything to me yeah. it must have been bad for you as well as for me like why are you trying to make this into a thing it's like on uh, Celebs Go Dating, though, you know, where you see them. And I think we just watched uh, an episode with Sam and he went on a date with um, a girl. I don't know. It was like a double kind of date thing with Pete. And she didn't yeah. say a thing. And she came up afterwards and she goes, that was a really good date. I really enjoyed that. And I'm thinking, how? How can you enjoy it? I mean, unless you're the sort of person that likes listening for five hours, just say something like <laughs> talk about the food you're eating. Literally say anything. Anything at all. <laughs> do not leave me to talk your ear off like it's not a good way to have a date okay and so on the flip side I'd like to ask you what do you think makes a good date like if you were to go on a date tomorrow how would you you know get yourself ready and then what would you expect from the other person oh god okay I think the best thing for a date is something simple to start off with like do not go in and like 
go to like a five-star restaurant and like do all of this what I'd probably do for a first date is just go out for coffee or something when there's other people around and there's a way of getting out if you <laughs> like I'm not even just saying that because there are so many times where you just want to get out and if it's a situation that's kind of forced it's hard to get out until there's like a significant moment where there's a stop Mm -hmm. so I think that would be fun also this time of year if it wasn't Rona um going out for like a like a walk like a little (gasps) cold walk with your little hats on and all of this I think that would be really cute I love that so much (laughs) I know someone cuffed me man (laughs) right okay next question and just before I go into this um I want to hear your story about being banned from tinder please and thank you twice actually I love that (laughs) okay you ready I'm ready okay so what I'm going to ask you next is how do you meet people at uni like you know what is the best way that you can think you know you've met someone if you want to start dating you want to start looking for like relationships whatever where do you start well once again it's hard at the moment with like the lockdown and everything but what I like doing is um I used to go to my uni campus and just sit in the library and just stare at boys until they talk to me <laughs> That's um, did it work no <laughs> <laughs> um just the thing that I've learned from my um many interactions with males over the years is just shoot your shot because boys actually like that other than that I think the easiest way to meet people is just going on a dating app. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I know it's kind of like cliche and pe- there's a lot of stigma around dating apps. But just go on Tinder and just <laughs> find a person on there and just talk to them from there. So that's what, why, why don't you go on Tinder? Why aren't you, why aren't you on there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny story, actually. Um, my Tinder uh, got banned. <laughs> I had well it's actually two funny stories because I had a tinder at the start of uh university back in 2019 and um I uh put my paypal link in my bio <laughs> as a joke as a joke saying I don't have any money someone send me some money as a joke like I was not expecting anyone to send me anything and then I woke up the next morning and my tinder had been banned and I tried to appeal it saying that I was drunk and that's one of my friends put it on there and they said no I'm not giving you your account back and I was so sad and then I got a new phone and I got a new number and I was like brilliant I can try this again like I can try to get that dollar yeah uh, (laughs) try and find a a new man's and um it was it was actually really good it'd been I'd had that account well I had that account in October 2019 and then I met my then boyfriend in the January so I didn't use it um for a good few months and then we broke up in September and in October, November time, I decided to get back on that bandwagon and go back on Tinder. I put in the caption that I wanted a sugar daddy. <laughs> as a joke, obviously as a joke, I wasn't looking for a sugar daddy. Gotta get that dollar somehow. <laughs> Follow my OnlyFans. Um, <laughs> I'm joking, I don't have an OnlyFans. And then the next morning, my Tinder was once again banned. Like, can't they take a little joke? Like, it's obviously not 
for real. Like, I obviously don't want a sugar daddy. Moving swiftly on. What about I think, you? What do oh, you think? What do I think? Yeah, about meeting people at uni. See, I met most of the people that I ended up, you know, going on dates with through dating apps. It was Tinder, but like you have to go through a lot to find someone that you think is decent on Tinder and then like maybe isn't. And I mean, I also met people in, you know, around campus, accommodation, literally anywhere. Nance was right about the um the library. But our university has like a matchmaker page, like a whole bunch of confessions pages. And, um, you know, you can just put things in about that. Um, but OK, so rolling back, being as, you know, you have actually like you had a long period of time while you're at uni to like, you know, go through this, especially with like normal life uni, which I think is the the bigger thing that I'm looking at here. Do you think that being in a relationship, you know, impacted your uni life? Did it change anything about it? Did it like negatively impact? What do you think? With Sam, it was once I'd got into a relationship with him, it was kind of like, oh, I don't really need to make any other friends. Like I have him and I have my flatmates. So I guess in that sense, it sort of was a bit bad because I kind of relied on him as my uh, friendship. And now that we're not together, I don't really have that solid group of friends like I should have done. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also it was really good because I get I got to see another type of our university because he um, did photography as his degree. There was uh, it was very different to my degree and um I got to go to a different campus. I got to see the sort of things that he does, which was fun because it was um, a lot more like, um, I don't know how to describe it. Like tactile? Yeah, like it was good to see a different t- side to the uni that I wouldn't have normally seen. And also it meant that I could like, if I wanted to, not that I did, if I wanted to like go out, on a student night out I sort of had him to like fall back on if anything happened yeah um but he was a third year and I was a first year and he graduated in September so even if we were still together he wouldn't be here so do you think that would have I don't know you know him say you stayed together hypothetically do you think that you would have, you know, like you said, tried to go and make more friends or if, if things were, you know, normal and you were able to? I don't know. I mean, I would have liked to. I'm not the best at making friends. That's something I've always been a bit rubbish at. Um, <laughs> at school, I didn't really have any other friends other than you. <laughs> Still repping it strong. Let's keep it going. And I um, sort of just latched onto your friends and made them my friends. <laughs> <laughs> it worked it did okay you don't have to answer this at all you could just do it completely objectively like I will interject like I know it's an intrusive question it wasn't supposed to be like a tell me all your deep secrets but um <laughs> so obviously when that all ended like how did you deal with it you know being at uni it's slightly harder because you know you're not at home to have that like support network so did you find it easy to move on obviously you guys ended on good terms but you know what I mean mm-hmm. Yeah, so we the main reason that we broke up is because he was going into the army and we thought that it was probably just 
better for both of us if we ended it before it got too serious and then it would just be so heartbreaking when we did end up breaking up because of him leaving and I probably dealt with it in the worst way possible because when it ended I didn't it's not that I didn't care but I didn't feel anything about it so I went and I did my like classic I got a haircut and dyed my hair and got fake nails and stuff but I really unhealthily just didn't face it I kind of just put it to the back of my mind and didn't I didn't cry for a month after wow and I'm I'm very much a cryy person like I cry about everything um but I didn't cry about anything for a whole month which was very unhealthy um, and I kind of just put it to the back of my mind. It was, yeah, it was hard as well because um, it was in September, October time when things were starting to pick up a little bit with coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So even when I was meeting people, I couldn't really, like, I wasn't really allowed to. I kind of just, I just put it to the back of my mind and didn't really deal with it until a very long time later. So that's interesting though, because like we normally typically deal with things in the same way don't we like you know as you said like a lot of crying a lot of ice cream we'll normally find each other have a hug yeah it's just that's what I've been like for all of my life it's always been when something goes wrong I cry about it and I get really upset about it and then after a while I just think what am I doing and just sort myself out Mm -hmm. but I don't know if it's because of lockdown or if it was because we knew it was the right thing to do whatever it was it was like my my first proper proper relationship I I just dealt with it in such a abnormal way for me Mm -hmm. like it's abnormal for people to not cry or anything like that like everyone's personally different but that's just not how I deal with it it was very weird and moving forward however like you've been thrive like I, I do not say this biasedly like you are thriving I really am and I'm not I'm not even like to my own horn with this like I am doing so well at the moment like (laughs) I've learned what I'm learning to love myself and to like I realizing that everything happens for a reason and I deserve to be treated well you do (laughs) and I've also started reading a lot about feminism and like self-love and it's been good and I'd recommend everyone to read like feminist books and just try and get a different perspective of life like rather than just counting down the days until something interesting happens try to find the good in every single day I love that (laughs) I've definitely changed how I used to have from how I used to be to how I am now with with how I think of things I hope you don't I I will cut this out if you're not comfortable with me talking about but like I remember that things used to be like really tough and do you remember when we met up after like a year uh college and you sat there and you were like I'm not having a good time I don't know how to move forward and now to like see how far you've come that's so gorgeous definitely I've I think what it is is just a change of perspective I when I was at college it was a lot of comparing myself to other people and a lot of my friends that I had were quite quote-unquote cool and like edgy and um, I found myself trying very very hard to be like them Mm -hmm. and to try to 
wear cool things every day and look nice and I completely changed how I am to try and fit in with these people but now I wear what I want to wear I eat what I want to eat I I just do what I want to do and I don't care what other people think like if they have a problem with me then that's not my problem that's their problem I want to give you the biggest squeeze like hearing that just makes my heart so happy I wish I could see you it's so sad you know as soon as I'm allowed I'll be on that first train up to you I can't wait okay so I just want to um round off real quick so before we go are there any of those books that you would recommend that anyone goes and reads like the ones that really stood out to you yeah so what I would recommend to any well every single person ever not even just girls everyone if you don't even think that you want to be a feminist or care about that sort of thing at all what I would recommend you read is Women Don't Owe You Pretty by Florence Given it is life-changing it basically she just talks about all of this stuff about finding yourself loving yourself realizing that you don't need to you don't owe yourself to anyone else and it is incredible I fully recommend it to everyone I've heard nothing but good things about this book so I'm gonna have to steal your copy (laughs) it's incredible and it's so pretty as well there's all of these prints in the pages like there's a a couple of pages of actually written stuff and then there's like this gorgeous like drawing of a woman or a quote or something it is absolutely incredible it really did change my life like I'm not even kidding wow that's a big acclaim like you know again that journey from like I used to have to shove textbooks to you to like you know raving about this this is really good Yeah. yeah I recommend it to every single person on this planet Right, so that's everything for today. So I just want to say a massive thank you to Nancy for joining me. It's been a pleasure to have you on board. Thank you for letting me come and talk. It's been amazing. So you can catch more of Nancy at nance.bw on Instagram or nanception on TikTok. That is N-A-N-C-E-P-T-I-O-N. She's putting up some 10 out of 10 content at the minute. So make sure you go and look at that. But you're welcome. If there's anything else you'd like to hear me talk about, you can let me know by DMing me at semi grown up podcast on Instagram or emailing me at semi grown up podcast at gmail.com. Also, in the bio of my Instagram, in the link tree, there is a blog there where I'll put a whole like overview of this and I will tag Nance in the recent post, you know, to promote this so you can go and find it easily on there. But as for the email, I'm completely disordered today. That is the best place to reach me if you'd like to promote anything university related or upcoming events. I have got you. And some more exciting news, as if you couldn't get enough of Semi Grown Up, we are now on TikTok, so make sure to check us out. That is Semi Grown Up, just as is. That That is the handle I managed to get that one, so that's quite exciting. Um, but yeah, go check that out for some like uni-related stuff. Currently working on that one, it's a relatively new platform. So just a final goodbye from Nance, and a thank you for her time. She has been absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much. It was lovely spending some time with you. <laughs> And I will see you as soon as the pandemic doth allow. So that is all from us. Thank you for listening and we will see you soon.